Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Favorite. It's Judd's Hockey Show. And welcome into Judd's Hockey Show. Judd and Declan on uh, the eve. We are recording this of the beginning of the Stanley Cup Finals. They begin tomorrow. Florida Panthers, Vegas Golden Knights, and uh, we are going to get to a comparison of some of the things those teams have that the Wild lack and how close the Wild might be to getting um, into the same category, I guess you could say, in some of the key areas as those two teams. But before we do, Joe Talk Show today, brought to you by our friends at the Power Lodge and Miller Marine, which is, I mean, look at that right now, Declan. <laughs> Throttle therapy between fun on the land and fun on the water. Look at that, getting in there. He's certainly putting on Judd's Hockey Show. There is the Throttle Therapy we're talking about being out on the water. We're talking about a gorgeous day. We are talking about a, just a great time. Pick your power now and head to Power Lodge locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine in St. Cloud. Temps are up. Prices, ladies and gentlemen, they are down. That's the good news. Some of the summer deals happening right now. A Bennington pontoon at $28,888. And for a bonus, the first eight people to buy get a trailer for $1,888. Or finance it all for 288 a month. Whatever you need, we've got it with over 300 pontoons in stock. Powerlodge.com, millermarine.com, throttle therapy. Well, that's not a dot com. That's just what we all need this time of year. All right. So, Dex, I have for you three things, three categories to talk about that when it comes to the Golden Knights and when it comes to the Panthers. Um, that I think it's pretty clear that they have that the wild in some way, shape, or form lacks. Okay. All right. In some, in some, they can actually do something about it. In one of these, it's a little bit more up your alley, I think, uh, because it's a it's a conversation about uh, the randomness, as you always like to say, of goaltending. But let's start with this one because this is the one that stands out to me. And you know, Bill Guerin did a lot after the first round exit against the Blues a year ago to make the Wild what he called a, a heavier team. Right? He wanted them to be bigger, heavier. Um, they were certainly speedy a year ago, but I think he thought when push came to shove in the playoffs that they tailed off. So let's start though where I think the one place the Wild lacked the blue line, and it's size on the blue line. Okay, so the six regular defensemen for the Florida Panthers, of their six, three of them go 200, uh, 204 pounds or, or more, and not one of them is listed below six feet, including uh, Mark Stahl and Aaron Ekblad, who are both 6'4", okay? Vegas is a 
is a more um, stark contrast to that from what the Wild has, because four or five of their six defensemen go 207 pounds or more. Shea Theodore is the only one who's not listed at 200 pounds dex, and he is at 197. And their smallest defenseman for the Golden Knights is six foot one, Alec Martinez. Now let's contrast that to what the Wild put on the ice in the playoffs. Um, Jake Middleton fits the description, 6'3", 210. Jared Spurgeon is the is the um the guy that stands out. 5'9", 166. Brodeen and Dumba, and I realize Matt's probably gone, but both of them below 200 pounds. And Klingberg and Faber. Klingberg, 6'2", 180, actually. So he is a very skinny dude. He's like you. And Brock and Brock Faber, 6'1", 200. And my guess is, if that. So just from that starting point, I think it's interesting that for all the changes that Bill tried to make to make his forwards uh, heavier and more effective, that really stands out to me when you are when when one of your top defensemen, who by the way in the playoffs also doesn't exactly play the outstanding hockey he does during the season, Jared Spurgeon. When your defense goes that light, what do you think? So a few things too off off both these teams and how their defensemen contribute to the team. So leading score-wise, Alex Petrangelo is the Vegas Golden Knights' leading defensive scorer. Now, Petrangelo, Wild fans know really well. He was in St. Louis for the longest time. Now he's in Vegas, and he had 54 points last year. He was their leading defenseman. Shea Theodore, not too behind, at, at 41 points. Now, the Wild have always kind of banked themselves on defensemen that can move the puck and defensemen also uh, that can contribute offensively. I think we've seen this stat like every year. Like, the Wild are one of two teams that have, you know, X amount of points in their defensive core, which is great. I'm glad they can move the puck. But at the right. end of the day, they always get kind of exposed in the playoffs. We've, we've seen enough sample size between Rodin, Spurgeon, Dumba, that suggest even though they played a ton of playoff games, they don't make the same impact when it comes to the playoffs. Right. Uh, same similar things with Florida. Uh, Brandon Montour was their leading defenseman. Now he's very, very good. Almost a point per game defenseman last year. He had 73 points in the regular season. Um, but mostly their production comes from their great centers and their great offensive talent. Uh, so I'm, I'm not trying to say that you can't have defensemen that contribute offensively, but you also need to have, I think, defensemen that can carry themselves and know how to play playoff hockey. And as much as I love Jonas Brodeen and Jared Spurgeon's a great player and Ben Dumba, there's a lot of household names here. Jake Middleton's a solid player. Mm-hmm. The Wilds core defenseman, I think the main takeaway here is they don't know how to play playoff hockey. I mean, show me any type of evidence that suggests that the Wilds blue line group, which has played 50-plus playoff games at this point, knows how to play playoff hockey. Have they played in the playoffs a lot? Yes. Are they positive contributors in the postseason? The answer is a hard no. So here's my question to you. Given what we just went through as well, just with, with the physical stature of defensemen on the Panthers and then really especially the Golden Knights decks. Do you think Jared Spurgeon, as marvelous as he is in the regular season, he is 5'9", 166, probably soaking wet. Do you think that he can ever fit the profile of being a top-pairing defenseman in the playoffs in this era? Because probably in the 80s he might have, I don't know. But the point is, in this era that we're in right now, 
Do you have faith that, I don't know, next year, the year after that, that Jared Spurgeon can have a great playoff and can also, you know, in his own zone, do what needs to, to be done? Because, you know, Dex, we're always talking about this. We're always talking about the fact that the when it comes to the Wilds first round exits, how many times have we gone back to, you know, the Blues defense was huge and they beat up the yep. Wild forwards, um, you know, or Dallas had some bigger defensemen. So, like, can Jared Spurgeon ever fit find a way to fit the profile, or is this so, sort of a lost cause? Because when you flip the page to spring, it's always going to be an issue. So, I mean, I think if you have the right guy with him, for sure. You know, I, I'd i like to say no, because, again, we've seen so much sample size that just suggests he can't play in the playoffs. He just can't. Um, and it, it, it's kind of mind-boggling because you have a very good regular season performer, um, someone who's well respected, someone who has overcome a lot from someone who I believe was a seventh round pick. Um, I even been undrafted. I mean, his story in the NHL is incredible. He literally went from a seventh round pick to a captain of an NHL team, made the team completely out of nowhere 10 years ago, and has now had this illustrious career. Hats off to him. I'm not, mm-hmm. I, I think it's really, really, honestly, a very unique and cool story. But in terms of him being a playoff performer, Judd, no, I, I don't think he can be a, a playoff performer. I think he fits well with a lot of different defensemen that they've, you know, thrown thrown with him over the years. Uh, but in general, I, I I don't really think he has the chops to to be a a, a, a top pairing playoff defenseman. And I, I think Dex too, if you're going to win in the playoffs, I think what this shows is you have to get bigger there too. Like uh, you know, Middleton again fits the profile, right? Yeah. But he's the only one that really does six three two ten. And God bless him. I really like him, but I don't think that he could be your bell cow guy too. So I think that I think Garen has to take a page from his thought process of what he did with the forward lines and extend that probably more importantly to the blue line as well. Um, All right, let's get to the second thing. And this is the, this is the perpetual elephant in the room. It's going to surprise no one, but again, it's a stark contrast. And there's no way around it. Bill Guerin can fight us, but there's just no way around this now. That is your top centers. Or hell, center. Okay? Florida. Alexander Barkov, who is a marvelous player. He is a star. I feel like he's below the radar a lot. Like, he doesn't get talked about enough because he plays for the Panthers. 68 games this year. 23 goals. 55 assists. 78 points. And then, and here's the funny thing. Their second center is a guy that I think you were politicking for the Wild to trade for pretty hard at one point when he was available from Calgary, Sam Bennett. 63 games, 16 goals, uh, 40 points. So not a great, not a great production points-wise, but 63 games, and he certainly has produced in the playoffs. Again, it's probably more stark for the Golden Knights, Jack Eichel. 67 games, and but by the way, just to be clear, these are regular season games. Uh, 27 goals, 66 points. Chandler Stevenson, 81 games, 16 goals, 65 points. Compare that to the Wilds' top two centers this okay. year. Um, Hartman, 15 goals, 37 points. Now, I will give you this. The second guy, or actually it should be the first guy, but he is probably the second guy in fairness, Eric Sinek. 78 games, 23 goals, 61 points. But then Goudreau is the guy that Dean, of course, loves. 82 games, 19 goals, 38 points. 
I'm not saying that these guys can't play roles. And Erickson X, a very nice player, okay? So Because I, I actually do like him a lot. But, Dex, we're talking about something. I just I don't think it's debatable now. You can't just go into the playoffs and say, well, Kaprizov and Zuccarello are so special that they will basically form their own offensive firepower. And if Ryan Hartman's out there, it's fine. I don't think it is fine. And, and you know, I don't think it's a mistake or an accident that Barkov, Bennett, Eichel and Stevenson are all going to be playing for a cup and that the wild's been golfing for a month and a half. now. So it's interesting because uh, yes, I loved Sam Bennett. I, I thought actually I thought. Go, going back even to that Florida Calgary swaps that they've made. Um, it's actually pretty remarkable looking what those trades have now done for the Florida Panthers. Um, Bennett was a, was a center that was available and I'm, I'm blanking on the exact compensation, Judd, but I remember, I think it was just like a second round pick. Was that two summers ago or two trade deadlines ago when he it. went there? I'll find and it. and I, I thought the same thing that, look, like, that's a perfect guy to, to spend a second round pick on. Um, you know, Jack Eichel, the wild were in on the Jack Eichel sweepstakes. I, I mean, I could, you could probably say they were one of the finalists and they made some of the most uh, active phone calls in this pursuing Jack Eichel. They said the price was too rich. Well, now here's Jack Eichel leading the Vegas Golden Knights um, into the postseason. Um, and I think the lesson to be learned there is two things. One, it's hard to develop your own centers. It's hard to develop your own starting pitching in baseball. It's, it's so difficult to do. It's taken the Twins front, a front office seven years to find their first guy on Bailey Ober. And look, Bailey Ober might turn into something special, but Bailey Ober ain't anything special either yet, right? Like he's, he's a fine middle of the rotation guy. It's hard to find these dudes. But when guys like Sam Bennett become available, when a generational one like Jack Eichel becomes available and you get a little gun shy, Oh, I, I can't give up the capital. If I, if I was Bill Guerin personally, I would have some buyer's remorse. They're like, man, probably should have pulled the trade on one of those moves. Um, because you just only have so many opportunities to make your team better at one of the most coveted positions in the NHL and center. And it's so hard to find them. You're bidding against other teams. I get that. It's not as easy as just black and white of saying you should have went after him. And now you're an idiot for not doing so. But looking at both those teams, man, I mean, they both have have supplemented their roster with with centers that they didn't home grow. They had to acquire and trade for. And I think the Wild probably have a little bit of remorse in that factor. Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. Tailored to your schedule, customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little you need. You can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Factor is your solution for fast premium meals without the need for cooking. Also discover more than 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up those springtime goals. Head to factormeals.com slash judd50 and use code JUD50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code JUD50 at factormeals.com. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. 
I think the comeback would be now too. Well, if you had gotten Jack, you couldn't have afforded him because you're so cap strapped yourself. And that might be a fair debate, but here's what I think is now non-debatable. You need to find centers. Like that's, that's the thing to me that this whole thing of, well, the game has changed a lot. And so now we can have guys that, you know, the wingers can basically be pseudo centers. And, you know, I mean, Bill has talked about that and, and I get his point, but my God, Dex, it just feels like when I watch the playoffs and, and that you watch the two things that really make teams and we'll get to the third, but the two things are defensemen that can kick your butt and centers that are stars. And I'm not saying you go four deep, okay? But again, I'll run through, and and yes, Erickson Eck was hurt, and that hurt in the playoff series against Dallas. But, you know, you're, you're playing Hartman out there and Goudreau in the playoffs as your top two guys. That ain't going to cut it. That's not even going to come close. I'm not e- even saying that a, a guy with the talent of Jack Eichel is necessarily obtainable, but you know, Ryan Hartman and Freddie, Freddie is a third to fourth line guy who works his ass off and does a great job there. But I just, I don't see how you're going to do this. And and I don't see how you're ever going to completely unlock Kaprizov, especially in the playoffs, unless he has a center who can be considered at least a star, not a superstar necessarily, but a star. And these guys aren't even close. Even someone like Sam Reinhardt, who I know went for a first-round pick uh, to Florida, too, who everyone kind of like, oh, it's first-round pick for Sam Reinhardt? Like, yeah, a good player on mostly a really bad Buffalo Sabres team, but he's been really good for them. It's just, it, it, it's it's hard to find these guys and they become available. I, I just think from the wild sanity side, and I know Bill has told us point-blank to our faces, I want to stop being asked about the center position, but, well, if you're not going to develop Marco Rossi and if you're going to be gun-shy at getting, you know, these ones that become available... We're going to keep asking about it, unfortunately. The, inc- the incredible thing, too, uh, to go back to the Golden Knights depth chart decks at center, their third center, third center is William Carlson, who was obtained in the expansion draft, who I think scored 42 goals like really quickly. And it was like, oh my God. Now, in 82 regular season games this year, he had 14 goals, 53 points. But what does he do? He shuts guys down. He's your Goudreau, he's your ex. Like this, like Eichel, Stevenson, Carlson, and then Wah. I know it's difficult to do. Like you said, they're not, they don't grow on trees. But that being said, that's what you need. That's what you want. That's ideal. Like if you could park Goudreau as a guy that could score some goals, but, you know, but check. And that's sort of Eric's an X role too. But I guess my question is, well, okay, so who's your dynamic guy? And, and the answer is he's not there. And that, again, is why you have to find out about Marco Rossi, right? Because at least you can find, you know what? Let's say he's the guy. Well, that's awesome. Problem not completely solved, but largely. So, like, that's my thing about if you think, oh, boy, did we whiff there with a top 10 pick. That's why that's absolutely huge. Yeah, you you have to figure out ways to develop your own dudes. And if you're not going to do it, supplement with trades. That's kind of the lesson I've learned here. Our third and final thing, which is a subject near and dear to the heart of Declan Goff, is brought to you by our friends at Livia Weight Control Centers. And I want to remind you that if you are looking to drop weight for, for summer, and heck, forget that, into fall, 
that there right now is a one-week special offer that expires today. We're recording this on Friday, so Friday, June 2nd, but it is still available today. It's the premier all-access offer, 50% off, plus a free gift. Lose up to 15 pounds or more by the 4th of July. That's right. By the 4th of July, 855-GO-LIVIA, L-I-V-E-A dot com, L-I-V-E-A dot com. Again, the offer expires Friday, June 2nd. Um, and we'll have a, a new offer for you come Monday. But if you want to jump on this one, it's a good one. Jump on it right now. All right. Our final topic is uh, goaltending, which is not going to surprise you one bit. Um, there's two different paths here. One is be the Golden Knights. They are so good, big defensively. Yes. That that they have used, I think they've cycled through something like five goalies during the course mm-hmm. of the season kid by the name of Aiden Hill, who was with the Sharks and I think the Coyotes before that is playing now. He's playing very well. But let's let's make this very, very clear. The defense in front of him is fantastic. Okay. Yep. Yep. The more interesting one, Dex, that I want you to talk, talk about is this one. Because you, you criticized this at the time and looked very smart for a, for a long time. <laughs> Sergei Brabovsky, Bob, uh, as we call him, from the Panthers. Seven-year contract, signed a couple of years back of, like, three or four years back, actually, $70 million total, okay? Um, He has been very, he's been up and down, a lot of marginal goaltending until this playoff run, in which Mm -hmm. he has been absolutely fantastic. What can we learn about goaltending from what we're seeing from these two Stanley Cup finalists? So I, I actually, I was putting marginal as even a pretty hyperbole there. Cause I think Bob's still been mostly a disaster in Florida during the regular season. I want to pause there. I'll get, I'll get to the point where I'll praise him here in just a bit. Mostly has been a disaster since signing that contract. Um, this is why you don't overpay goaltending. It, it, it albatrosses you. It makes you, it makes building out the rest of your roster so damn difficult and you shouldn't ever overpay for goaltending. Um, and Bob, even though one of the better goalies when he was with Columbus for a long time, has been a disaster. Now, now, he might be paying it off, right, with the Stanley Cup for, for a franchise that's only been there once before and really has never advanced deep into the postseason. And I don't think anyone is going to remember a bad contract if Sergei Bobrovsky is one of the first two guys that holds Lord Stanley's Cup at center ice here in a couple of weeks. Um, my, my, there's two things to learn here. Number one, Bob, even though he's been mostly rough in the regular season, is a proven goalie that they trusted, that they instilled a confidence in that said, even though he's struggled, we're going to give him the keys to the car. I mean, Judd, this would be kind of similar. It's not the same with the contract. He put up similar numbers to Marc-Andre Fleury this year. Like, Bob wasn't great this year. Bob wasn't trustworthy going into the postseason. In fact, it's kind of weird looking at both these teams because Florida extremely underachieved in the regular season. They just snuck into the playoffs, right? They were supposed to be one of the best teams in the East. Vegas Mm -hmm. exceeded their regular season expectations, end up running through the West, and now both of them are in the Stanley Cup final in both unique positions. But with Bob, um, you don't overpay for goaltending. Yes, he's probably going to help them win it. But I, I think a, a funny part is here, even though he makes a lot of money, this proves that as difficult it is to build out a roster in a hard sa- salary cap, it's not impossible to get to the Stanley Cup too with, with albatross players like this, right? Like the Wild have buyouts that are hurting, hurting them. Florida's paying a goaltender like $8 million who has mostly underachieved throughout the entire length of his contract, and here they are in the playoffs. The Vegas Golden Knights can plug in Aiden Hill. They can plug in a slappy, basically, and he can help take them to the playoffs. I know our friend Lindsey Brown has broken this down a ton in Vegas, who's kicking ass and taking names and has been able to kind of break down a lot of these goaltenders and the defensive system that Vegas has done. Um, but it, 
that's kind of my lesson here. Like you, you still never ever overpay for goaltending, but even though, you know, there's going to be salary cap problems, you can still get to the cup. I, I, I don't want to make it so black and white that look, look what Vegas has done and look what Florida has done. And the wild are in the similar, similar boat here. Cause you have to make your way through it. Florida's only lost one game since beating Boston in game seven. You know, the Vegas golden Knights have been this expansion team. That's in the Stanley cup for the second time. Um, it's not impossible to be one of these two teams if you're the wild. And I think that's the thing that probably frustrates a lot of fans. But if they, if the Panthers win the cup, they're going to win it largely because of Bob. So does yeah. that, in, but does that in a weird way, in a weird way, justify it? Cause you got the cup and, and look, I think the golden Knights have proven that you can plug in a, a goaltender. Their defense is that good. Uh, Florida, Bob has stood on his head and that's the weird thing is like he has underachieved through, through the course of the contract. But if you achieve through four rounds of a playoff, you get a Stanley cup for it. So like I'm conflicted there. Cause I, I agree with you. I would not pay him what they paid him was ridiculous, but he is definitely paying it off in this, in this run. Yeah. And absolutely. I, I, my still like number one stamped on the tattooed on my forehead thing is I'm not paying goaltending. Like if, I'm not overpaying for goaltending. If I was helping Bill Guerin for whatever reason run an NHL franchise, if I have fallen on hard times, or Bill has more fallen on hard times, yeah. he's picking me. They're more uh, but um, but that would be a, a huge MO of mine. I would go into every meeting. I'd go into every roster construction. I'd go with all my scouting that says we're going to develop them internally or we're going to turn these guys over because there's no point to be spending a significant chunk of your cap towards goaltending. All right, Dex, good stuff. Take us home. All right, hit that subscribe button. Daily Minnesota Sports Entertainment here uh, on the Score North YouTube channel. There's Flagrant Howells, too, with Craig Kilborn, one of my favorite cameos in old yeah, school of all a, time. I wish we had a wild star yeah, we need, that uh, would we need join some, us. We need some type of guy there. I don't know. We'll work on that. Uh, Purple Daily as well, Daily Vikings Entertainment. This is uh, Judd's Hawk Show. We'll be back next week. Pass, shoot, score.